Hi, hello. Welcome to another episode of Isaiah's Newsstand. It's your host, Isaiah Edwards. The date is February 16th, 2023. How the heck are ya? Um, let's see. If you're single you've and you're listening to this, uh, you survived another Valentine's Day. Congratulations. Yay! Woo! <laughs> um, Cupid didn't get you. I don't know. And and you you made it. <laughs> Um, maybe this is just a little personal note for myself. I don't know. Valentine's Day, that was a, that was not a fun day for me. I was really, uh, in my bag, if you will. I was not a happy camper. Um, that being said, it was overall a good day when I look back at it. And overall this week, you know, we're, we're on Thursday. We got one more day to go for, before we get to the weekend. But, um, it's, it's been good. Uh, a lot of rain today. And I got to say, the juxtaposition of me getting older and nature just being ridiculously unruly, um, it rained so hard and my posture so bad. I was walking from the parking lot to work, like, you know, from a car, whatever. Um, I, I don't go in with a umbrella. I come in, you know, hoodie up, you know, whatever. And I'm you know, scrunched up, you know, head bent over, you know, just, just, just poor, poor, poor posture. And I, I guess I was doing this so bad that I just got a crick in my neck and I was, I was, I've been hurt all day since. <laughs> I, I literally wound up starting this, this episode late because I, after working out, it felt worse. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to lay down and not to mention, and we'll do food corner right now. The pizza I ate, that's right, more pizza. Um, I I was just like, I think it just was giving me the gas. And I was like, yeah, I'm, that's right, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say gas on a podcast. I'm sorry. Um, and I was just kind of folded for a bit. So I was like, let me, let me lay down. Let me let my, tum- my tummy recover. And, um, you know, we're doing better now. But, um, yeah, the food. The food. I... Ever since the Valentine's Day at Donato's, they have the Valentine's Day pizza. And ever since I saw the commercial for that, I was like, I want Donato's. I just, I want it. So today, I decided to treat myself again. And um, I got a small pepperoni pizza and a small sausage pizza. And with Donato's, they have like the thin crust. I got the, the famously thin crust. And um, I got to say, this was a good order. I was hesitant to order from them, though, because the last time I had ordered from Donato's, it literally looked like when I got my pizza, it looked like it would had like they square cut their pizza, which is something I like. Uh, it's obviously a bummer to get the inner pieces, but the crust pieces are divine. Um, they gave me my pizza. I opened it up and it just looked like it had been like tossed around like it looked like it had been through the troubles. So I was really... <laughs> I was really disheartened about that experience, and I I was like, mm, whatever, but let's get these pizzas. And sure enough, I had like my little 15-minute break. I had these two small pizzas in my face, and they were not small. Like, I, to me, those would have been mediums. I don't know. Maybe I'm tripping. Maybe this is just like another case of eyes bigger than stomach, but like, hey, I made it happen. My stomach rose to the, the, the challenge, um, and I ruined my appetite for dinner. So that, that that's where we are now. That's where we're living right here. Uh, let's see. Let's let's catch up though. I um I actually wanted to talk about this in the Patreon, but I I just didn't. Uh, 
I was like pounding on news, pounding on news, pounding on news. And I'm like, I just missed, missed it. And I'm, I'm going to talk about it. And I figured, hey, it, it kind of works out because I, I want to share my love of Rihanna on on the main. I'm, I'm down to do that. Uh, so from Yahoo Sports, Rihanna explains why she ended her Super Bowl halftime show holdout in solidarity with Colin Kaepernick. So. Uh, if you're living under a rock, if you're not a sports baller, totally get it. It's fine. If you want to skip ahead, whatever. But at the same time, hold up, wait, before you do, we should be talking about Rihanna and her, you know, breaking her seven-year hiatus and coming out and do a show for us, for us. Um, so, I mean, first off, I don't know if it's news to you guys, but I didn't know until this week that no one gets paid for the fucking Super Bowl performances. They only more or less pay you in two things. They, they comp your trip. So you get tickets. I imagine you get, like, you know, tickets for family or whatever. Like, I, I don't know how close or whatever. But they, they dole out those tickets. And then you come and you perform, do this amazing stellar show. And uh, that's it, right? Excuse me. Um... But the number two, what you get is exposure, um, which I kind of was like, are you fucking serious? But then like looking at what they were saying, um, and this isn't this article, I'm just kind of free ball on this, sorry. But like, you know, in terms of Dr. Dre, like his shit, up, like his percentage of like views and stuff like went up, like clicks, listens, like everything gets driven up from you guys showing up and doing a performance. Uh, which makes sense because I remember after, you know, speaking of the Dr. Dre, Eminem, uh, Kendrick Lamar performance, I remember watching that. This was fun. This was cool. Very interesting. And I at least remember with Kendrick Lamar, like I listened to his shit some more. And sure enough, I remember because I remember hearing the shit on, what was it, uh, Monday and then just kind of paying attention throughout the week. I was literally in my break room and just people were just blaring Rihanna. Like, just no speakers, no, or just, like, had no headphones, just blaring it. And I'm like, I mean, hell yeah, disruptive, disruptive, but my kind of disruption. <laughs> uh, I'm down to get antsy. But also, I've noticed that, like, streamers also playing more Rihanna while they're, like, they're doing their thing. Like, that's on the playlist, making rotations. I'm like, yeah, I mean, sure enough, it is working for the desired effect. Now, you know, in this article... Or you can get to, I, I, I really wish I could quote it, but this is a lot of long stuff and we got a full episode here. I'm not, I'm trying not to skimp y'all. Um, but essentially she had initially said no to doing um, a, a, a halftime Super Bowl thing. Um, you know, she links her, you know, situation in terms of being in solidarity with Colin Kaepernick. Um, I'll read a little bit. Um, let's see. Absolutely. She says, I couldn't dare do that for what, who gains from that? Not my people. I just couldn't be a sellout. I couldn't be an enabler. There's things within that organization that I do not agree with at all. And I was not about to go and be of service to them in any way. Now, something I didn't know, I heard it like vaguely mentioned offhand. Cause actually I did watch this. Um, and I got to say big ups to technology. And I like that. I was just able to watch this on my computer. Because normally a big reason why I don't watch it unless I'm invited to a Super Bowl party is because it just seems so inconvenient to me to try to find it on, like, you know, cable TV. I don't do that anymore. I don't go on any kind of channel, you know? 
So being able to just like click it online and just have it playing in the background was like, oh, cool, neat. Uh, also, I got to tell you, the vibes from Ohio are uh, were dark. They were dark. And, and not just because of the train derailment, which we are going to get to, but I think we were just on our bag because we didn't get to the Super Bowl again. And um, we had chips on our shoulders. We had like fully salsa-covered chips on our shoulder. But anyway, um, Jay-Z. Jay-Z apparently um, also was kind of like a person who was boycotting, was not down, you know, to really contribute. But then he became like, I think, a producer or something like that. Like a, he more or less organ, yeah, working as a producer for the halftime show. And so then it kind of makes sense that maybe, okay, things are changing. Like maybe the vibes are going to switch up. So sure enough, it lines up where Rihanna goes, actually, even though I'm late to say yes, I do want to do it this time. Um, I do remember the meme where it was literally like, oh, yeah, you can tell Rihanna's coming back for the money because she's literally showing up to do the Super Bowl, right? Um, you know, clearly it's a little different now that she has a kid, yada, yada, yada. But um, actually, it was crazy to figure out that she's pregnant again. Like, she's literally doing the whole halftime show pregnant. Um, and I guess like a quick description of, you know, the whole event, um, she's on platforms that have like are rising up. Now, granted, you know, she walks out, um, and she's just playing all bangers. Love it. Like she, I loved the, the hit she decided to play. I also love that. Like some of them were things that she just featured on, but she's like, no, this is just gonna be my song. <laughs> I fucking loved that. Um, so she like walks on, she has like all, she's in all red. Um, it's, she's got like this, uh, I don't know if it's leather or if it's like, it looks like an armor piece. It was so cool. Um, like it's all red. She's got this red jacket on. Um, I mean, she was just looking great. It was amazing. And then you see this like pregnancy baby bump, but, um, she's, um, you know, she walks out onto the field stage, whatever. And then there's, like, these raised platforms, and she's, like, up in the air, and she's just performing. Um, it was a vibe. I loved it. Um, all hits, no misses, no features, which is always, like, a big staple. Usually, it's like you're getting a medley, and it's, like, a medley with, oh, my gosh, who's walking out now? Who's that? Oh, my God. Um, I remember I remember sleeping and being – because I, I fell asleep during the Super Bowl. so bored as a kid. And I remember waking up, and this is why I hated Tom Petty for years, because it was Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, and they woke me out of my slumber. And I'm like, who the fuck are these old people wrecking my fucking sleep? And I hated Tom Petty for a while. And then I got in marijuana, and then I, you know, I, I learned to fly. <laughs> but Rihanna's show was great. It tore the place down. Now, granted, um... Obviously, that's a big change, though, all the same, from her saying, hey, I don't want to do this. Um, now, she does say, like, hey, it it's just a different time seeing, like, people like Dr. Dre, Snoop, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, Kendrick Lamar. They're doing something they're representing. And um, also, she says, hey, I'm raising a kid now, and I want to be able to tell my kid, hey, we can do this. Like, you literally have evidence of me rocking out at the super bowl like people going nuts like we can do this and i thought that was really cool um so yeah um just wanted to touch on that i really feel like it was just a sweet event and i i'm like i said i'm not gonna i i, I finished the super bowl but i can I, I know the chiefs won um 
you know, I, I really don't care. But uh, Rihanna was great. Loved it. Um, and also, even though, like, she's not getting paid, a little bit of speculation I guess I can add on here. Um, you'll notice, if you did watch the Super Bowl or whatever, that Apple was sponsoring it as well. And Apple did a, I think they said they're going to have, like, a whole documentary or whatever. I don't know if it's already up. I don't have Apple TV. But um, essentially, like, doing a documentary of the whole her coming out of hiatus, you know, yada, yada, yada. Also, I think she has a um, article up in British Vogue. Um, it's, you know, go read that, I guess. But um, I'm losing my train of thought. Oh, no, oh, no, no. Um, oh, damn. Oh, damn. Okay. Anyway, sorry. I'm in the weeds again, and we've just gotten started. I thought this was going to be a quick episode. No, no, no. Um, let's talk. Let's talk, though, about Ohio. We got to talk about Ohio some more, and we got to talk about trains. Um, so, yeah, let's get to this. But actually, the, um, we got to talk about this title because this is a little bit of breaking news. I just picked this up today. Um, so from USA Today. Train derails in Michigan near Detroit. No evidence of exposed hazardous materials. So, yeah. You know how we were talking about the whole big kerfuffle that's been going on in Ohio? Um, which is crazy because it's like, okay, cool. You know, it's a meme. But obviously now, too, it's 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 been super serious the whole time. Like I obviously do try to make light of it. Um, but there's just so much going on. In Ohio, but then not to mention, too, you really start digging through this whole situation and you realize, like, this is a big corporate problem. And then also you look at it, too, it's not just corporate, it's a government problem that is not going to get solved. And you can see here in the Michigan situation kind of more proof of that. Now, granted, um, that like they say in the title, there was no evidence of exposed hazardous materials it looks like any, like, there was one potential rail cart that w- would have been an issue, but it didn't get flipped over, um, and they were able to remove it quickly, so that's good. Also, no injuries. Uh, this took place in the Van Buren Township in Michigan, um, but around 30 train cars went off the tracks and led to a road being closed th- uh, Thursday morning where the derailment happened. So, I mean, this is literally on the heels of the derailment that took place in Ohio, where I live. Now, granted, I don't live in East Palestine, but it's come out that chemicals did wind up getting into the water, which is obviously not good. It got into, like, the um, Ohio River. I don't know why I was going to say Ohio Valley. Um, Ohio River, which, you know, is a big river, you know, runs multiple states. It's a big deal. So, I mean... That immediately made it a big issue. Obviously, we've talked about this before. Like, they had to shoot one of the train cars in the Ohio situation. And literally just you see this huge plume of just chemicals just come out. And, you know, fast forward a little bit. DeWine um, is, you know, he's, he's visited a couple times. He's saying, hey on the last one, you guys are good to go back home. You know, you, you might need to check to see, you know, check levels or wait till levels are checked in your homes, but it's safe too. You should be fine. But some people have gone home. Some people were, you know, staying in shelters now, you know, back there, back in their homes. They're reporting 
like seeing the fish dying. They're reporting pets dying. They're reporting like irritations of skin. Eye irritations has been going on the whole time. Also, I find out a little fun fact. Uh, the movie White Noise was filled in East Palestine. And people were extras that were like, you know, from the town. And eerily similar now, there's a whole ass fucking train derailment that's literally happening there. Because I guess that was like the premise of the, the movie was just like environmental damage and shit. So, I mean, it's just like this eerily kooky thing that's happening real time, real life. Um, and um, I mean, I gotta say, it's weird that people are going like, oh my God, no one's covering this. Oh my God, what? Like this crazy is being swept under the rug. It's like... I disagree with that. I kind of bulk back. I, I, I balk against that because you can't, like, I'm living proof that you can find out about this from literally just doing research. You, you can learn this by going on these sites and reading what they have to tell you. Now, granted, I will say there, there are omissions galore and you do have to do multiple clicks. You do have to put in the work to learn what's going on. And even then, I'm still missing beats. I, there's no doubt about that. Um, but I do hate seeing that because I feel like people go, well, if my, if my podcaster didn't tell me, if I didn't hear it from a friend, you know, if I didn't hear it from a TikTok, then it didn't happen. And, or, or the government's covering up and like, yeah, definitely the government is very active in doing suppression. That is for sure. And spin and propaganda. But like, you are also involved in that by just kind of just chilling and not learning like you know what i mean and just going on facebook and being weird i i i don't like that energy i i do like people who are actively looking into the shit and learning because this is important especially if you're a person who lives here live in the state like this is this is very scary times and, and i do feel like educating yourself and learning about what's going on and talking about it to the people around you is important because there are fucked up shit that is hate to be that guy is kind of getting swept under the rug like in terms of norfolk southern obviously we're seeing this is a pattern and it's a pattern because they they don't really care about keeping these trains safe they only care about these trains running on time and making their money so the shareholders make their fucking dough and they're forcing their money to make sure that that happens instead of making sure that breaks proper breaks that are up to date and up to code that you know that you would think should be on these things that are carrying like hazardous materials you know like eh, whatever we're just gonna keep them keep them old school now granted there was a push to change them i believe during the obama administration but then trump came in and said "Mm, mm, mm, here's some charts and graphs and we're gonna say that this isn't really worth the time and um naturally norfolk southern's like you know what yeah we don't want to waste the money if you're not gonna like fucking make this happen you're not gonna make us do it then we won't do it and essentially they focus on doing like buybacks and things of that nature essentially things that wind up making money for once again shareholders now meanwhile these trains are running consistently all the time all the time running through you know east palestine just all the time and i'm listening to the the people who live there they're like overall we we know that like we we this is a city that came up around this train like we're we're fine with that but the problem we have is that now that there's an issue these people aren't here like they they nothing's gonna happen like they they wouldn't show up to any of these town meetings 
they essentially said, hey, we'll give you like a $250 voucher for your hassle. These people have been in like hotels and shelters for days. They've been out of work for days. Like, what is that going to do? It does nothing. And they've also offered, um, I think it's something to the tune of $250,000, which is like, oh, that might sound like a lot of money, but it's like, that's supposed to go throughout the whole town. When you just distribute that all out, that doesn't do much of anything. And then you have to also mention that firefighters, you know, first responders, all these people, these are the people who put themselves on the front line and who knows what's going to happen to them. Because, like, the way this is reported is that there's zero deaths. No one's died. And according to, like, the EPA, the data samples and things that they've taken, it's okay. It's fine. It's all right. But <laughs> once again, let's reference the dead fish and the dying pets. Let's reference the burning eyes. Like, who knows what's going to happen? Um, also, I, I haven't really listed any of the chemicals, so I'll at least give a little bit of a run out. Uh, vinyl chloride, butyl uh, acrylate, ethanexyl acrylate, and ethanol glycol monobutyl ether. That those are just a list of the chemicals. I believe that the vinyl chloride is a liquid that is a component that's used to make PVC pipe. I'm not 100% sure there. But, I mean, all these chemicals were just in turnover cars. You know what I mean? And in one of these situations where they're, they're trying to, like, keep this pressurized thing that's going to go, they need to, like, force it now, they have to blow it up. And all this shit has happened. Like, this shit is... They're, they're, they're now calling it Chernobyl 2.0. Um... So, I mean, the shit's scary. It, it's it's very unsettling. Um, like I said, I, I want to tell you, like, from here, we're okay in good old Cincinnati. But, I mean, time's going to tell. Time's going to tell a tale here. Um, I really hope that people can get as much money as they can out of this fucking company. Because it's their fucking negligence that made this happen, as far as I'm goddamn concerned. Um, and the thing is, they are going to get away with it. Because let's bring it back to the government. They are doing no regulation. Pete Buttigieg is just like, uh, you know, uh, you know, we're gonna we're gonna hold the people responsible, but are we? Like, uh, not really. Like, we're gonna hold the quote unquote company responsible. They can take any monetary loss. It's gonna be nothing to them. And when it trickles down to the people who need it the most, it's not gonna be enough. It's not gonna be enough. And that's really fucking sad. It's really fucking frustrating. And like I said, with the Michigan situation, it makes it two times. Like, and of course, people are going to conspiracize that or conspiratorialize that. <laughs> They're going to be like, you know, mm, coincidence. Oh, like, that's crazy. Back to back. What are they hiding from? What's going on? Like, it's, it's greed. It's just greed. It's fucking, fucking greed and negligence. And I mean, I would say to a criminal level, but they're probably going to skate away on this one. Um, so there was that. Also this week. Um, one person dead after truck crashes into train, causing derailment at US 59 and Splinderella, deputies say. Now, this was a bit of a, a story I had to go look for. I've heard it in a little bit of passing, you know, listening to podcast stuff. Um, but there was... Let's see. Debbie said a truck collided with a train, causing it to derail, um, and one person died. 
So that was a bit more train news. I don't think there was um, necessarily chemicals in this one. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'm just seeing more of this kind of shit. And I, it, it, Rock and it's unsettling. Rock and Joe in our new house. Oh, oh, new house, eh? Well, you should definitely see how Geico can help you save on homeowners insurance. Oh, no. Nice tip. I'll give you two. Okay. Uh, Geico just got some free free ads there. <laughs> um, let's see. From the Yahoo News, uh, Associated Press. White supremacist gets life in prison for Buffalo Massacre. Um, so this is closing out the story. I mean, at least I think I'm closing it out here. Um, of the tops shooting that took place. Um... Peter Gendron was a white supremacist who was involved there. Sorry, it was in uh, Buffalo, New York. Um, but yeah, 10 black people were murdered. Uh, he specifically targeted them. He also live-streamed it on Twitch. Uh, this is one of those things where it's like, I kind of realized, hey, there's a string of shootings, and eventually you are going to have to cover, I mean, to the best of your ability, like, you know, how the sentencings, how those are going to go. And I, and I say this is the nail in the coffin, but it's not. There are more charges for him at the federal level. But essentially, from here, he's charged with life. And, um, I mean, I think there are potential death penalties that might be on the table. Um, so, I mean, if, if that happens from one of the federal ones, then I imagine that's when I would want to bring it up. But um, it, you did get to have the final remarks from family and people affected um in one of those situations um a victim's uh, family member wound up like making a physical lunge towards uh Peyton Gendron uh but he was restrained um but yeah people just really got to to speak to him and and say what they wanted to say um he also apologized and he did cry um, these kind of apologies, though, I, I, I always take with a grain of salt, um, especially, too, because you have to see with time if these people, quote unquote, reform. I, I don't know. I, and I say that not because I don't believe in people, but I definitely don't believe in this goddamn prison system. Um, so there's that. But in situations like this, it's just hard to tell. It really is hard to tell. I mean, this was a person who literally spent their time online like, and even though they're 18, they were 18 when they did this, 19 now, like, they spent their time just gathering up the hate to do what they wanted, to do this act, to do this calculated act, to, to say, I'm going to find a neighborhood, I'm going to pick a grocery store that has what I'm deeming the most density to get black people. And then once again, we literally had this conversation, speaking of white supremacists, with, with the Baltimore situation with the Transformers. Like, these people are just a dime a dozen. And, um, I don't know, man. It sucks. It, I, 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 had a, I had a little hippie friend, and they had asked me, they, said, they asked me, Isaiah, do you think we'll ever live in a time or a world where um, racism isn't a thing? And, and 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 I gotta say, you know, we were high, and I just I started laughing. I just started laughing because 
to me, that's crazy to think that I'm a person of color and the situation that person was not. And I just think it's like, it's crazy to have that kind of utopian thinking where you think that people just like that don't exist because there's like, there's, they just find a way to be this way and they find a way to teach it to other people. Like, I don't believe that this Gendron guy just default was just like, oh, I'm going to be racist. But people lean on that energy for one reason or another. And they go to a place to get that that feeling stoked or um, uh, I don't know what the word is, complimented or whatever. They, they want to have approval in this hate and they will find it without fail. It, you can't age it out like it, it, that. That's not the issue. Like <laughs> it is an ongoing thing and you have to constantly combat it. And it is a very tiring thing. It's a very frustrating thing to have these issues over and over and over again and to be scared over and like day after day. Um, and there's nothing you can do about that in that regard. But I, I do believe that you just got to do your best to talk about these issues, to to really, I don't want to say fight because I don't know that that's the right word when it's like you're talking to your friends who might not understand where you're coming from. But like I, I do try to do that where it's like, hey, let me have this discussion with you on this issue or that issue because it is making me uncomfortable, like, your views or your thoughts on it. Or just, like, calling bullshit where you have to call it. Sometimes you got to do that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, mean, I think more or less this is the end of it. But, like I said, he does have some more federal charges coming. And if there is a pivot to, like, a death sentence or something like that, then, yeah, I'll bring it up again. But, um, uh let's see moving along to some international news um i got this from the guardian chinese spy balloon may have been blown off intended course um report uh so yeah okay um if you are not a patron member you've missed my balloons galore uh, segment, more or less, I guess you could say, where I cover the three fucking balloons, well, th- let me not say balloons, because we don't know what the fuck they were, they're, they're still not identified to us yet, they haven't exactly told us, but they've essentially said that there was, like, three other devices, apparatuses, uh, they, that, that were, were located, noticed, and shot down, taken down, um, over the weekend, but this isn't about those three. This is about the OG balloon that was spotted over Montana, shot down in South Carolina. So, um, there's been more details that have come out about this balloon um, throughout the week. Uh, I believe I heard that it had uh, some kind of technology that was able to pick up like some kind of cell phone reception or things of that nature. Now, I don't have a source article for that. But, um, essentially though, there's a chance, they're saying there's a chance that maybe that, um, I'm getting, I'm getting a little tongue tied here. Sorry. It's been a long day, but, um, that this balloon might have been a balloon that was blown off course. I think that's at least what America is trying to like meet in the middle at because i do feel like we're kind of stuck in a situation here where it's like hey we're doing the propaganda they shouldn't have had this balloon in our airspace and we shot it down that's a point blank period thing 
Also, another thing I wanted to mention is that we have changed um, like the NORAD frequency, essentially like the detection system for our air defenses, um, which I believe we use in not just America, but also like Canada or at least parts of Canada. Uh, so essentially they've tuned the system a little bit more now since the balloon incident. And, um, that's why they've, they had the, the balloons getting popped or apparatus getting popped. Once again, gotta say those three not related to China. At least that's what's being said right now. They're also known as quote unquote benign. Um, but this one, which even though like you have the title of like saying like, Hey, um, it might've been blown off course, you still have people calling it a Chinese spy balloon, which I'm like, eh, but I get it because I've been covering this too. And even I have followed the path of this information where I go, okay, so it's not a weather balloon. No way, no way, no how. I know it's possible. I know it's what they said, but clearly it has all this tech on it. It couldn't be, but maybe, <laughs> maybe it could like, it, it, I just, I know, I know this sucks because obviously people want you to pick a side. They want you to say, is it this or it's that? But to me, I really feel like you got to say, Hey, this might not have been a spy balloon. It, you, we literally watched this thing take flight. Like we now have that information out now where it's like, no, we did track this. Like we just said that we knew it was coming in since like January 28th, but we've been following this thing. So it's like, you know, then it was blown off course. Like you've been watching it. What do you mean? But the way it gets angled every time it gets mentioned is like, well, it blew into here and it had all this technology on it. So what's all that about? And not to mention, and then we throw up all the places we're seeing all these balloons. It's even getting mentioned that it's been in Japan. So it's like, we're not alone in being concerned and worrying about this. Also, it's fair that if they aren't getting actual jurisdiction to fly these balloons in the spaces that they're flying in, that's a problem. That is a red flag. So I'm not trying to sit here and be like, oh, let me absolve China. Trust me, I wish I was that deep of a psyop. I wish, but I'm not. <laughs> I'm just a guy trying to figure it out, just like everybody else. And I, I don't like the idea of just saying, hey, I'm gonna buy everything I'm being sold here, especially if there is a potential other angle here. I feel like it's just better to try to get as much information as you can, right? Um, that being said, I'm not gonna say it's not sus. <laughs> um, definitely a bold move, Cotton. And uh, we're seeing how it plays out. Um, alrighty. I've been going super, super fast. And uh, also, I wish I had the um, reference of where I got the news on the Texas truck thing. Um, it was a local news thing, but, um, let me see. We're going to end here on a Turkey, Syria earthquake update. Uh, let me just take my break. Okay. From CBS News, Turkey and Syria earthquake rescue efforts wind down as survivors struggle to survive and death toll rises. Uh, let's see. Let's do some scrolling. Uh, da, 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 da. 
actually let me just pull up I want to see if I can get an actual current number I'm not finding it offhand oh they did save a young girl from the earthquake rubble um and I want to say that was a big deal just because it's been like I think like over 248 hours since the earthquake um let me just look up a number real quick sorry Becky yeah, do this um oh yes and also two brothers were saved um the last number i have clocked is forty-two thousand, uh which is obviously an insane number that's going to only keep growing um but the big thing i wanted to pull out here from this is um across the border in war-torn Syria, the misery has been compounded by slow-arriving international aid. But there was hope Tuesday morning that a pace might pick up that the pace might pick up with new routes into the country becoming available. Uh, Martin Griffiths, Mar sorry, Martin Griffiths, the UN Emergency Relief Coordinator, visited Aleppo on Monday and acknowledged that the rescue efforts were close were coming to a close with the focus turning to providing shelter and food for survivors and getting children back into schooling so i mean that's a big development in terms of just opening more routes uh because i've talked about this before where it's like really there's only been one main road uh in at least in the situation with um you know getting aid to syria and also on top of that, the aid that they were getting was already like predisposed aid they were already supposed to get. Um, there, there were you know people who were upset to get, like get all these diapers and things of that nature. It's like you're giving us all these diapers, but our babies are dead, um, which is just a really sad thing to hear. Um, but I, the heart of it is, it's like we need a whole other kind of aid, and you're giving us old aid. Like we need help. And it was really sad because, I mean, you know, naturally in both situations, in Turkey and Syria, it is rough. But to literally hear the responses from people in Syria, they were already so defeated. They're like, look, I already know that I I've just been here listening to the person like, you know, my family die. Like they've been screaming. I can hear them. There's nothing I can do. I know they're dead. So I just want to get the body. I just want to get the bodies. I just want to give them a proper burial, you know, and that's across the board. That's also in Turkey. But, you know, also it's people like, look, I'm not doing anything but getting the things that I need to get. I, I literally came out of here in my pajamas. I need to get my papers. I need to get my ID. Like, I'm just trying to get back to square fucking zero. Um, so, I mean, it's been really sad. Um, also, a little bit of an update. I don't once again have a source for this other than I listened to this on the BBC News uh, today. Uh, Sweden's, like, president, I can't remember if it was a president or prime minister or whatever, he came to, like, do some curry favor stuff, uh, you know, essentially because Turkey's, you know, saying, hey, we're not supporting your, you know, your bid to come in. And, you know, he's, he's given to, you know, say, hey, you know, we're going to give aid, you know, we're, we're trying to show, hey, we're with you guys. And it was appreciated, but it was also stated that this doesn't change anything. Like, we're not changing our support of you guys. Um, also, I learned a little bit there, too. I mean, obviously, this episode's going way longer than I've wanted it to. But um, 
just learning a little bit more about the whole situations with the curse people and their involvement, um, you know, with or against Turkey or whatever. Um, that plays a role here in the conversation because they're saying like, hey, you guys aided the Kurdish, you know, rebel forces or whatever. So we don't like that you're doing that. You need to stop that. You need to you know, switch this up. So, I mean, it's, it's obviously, a, you know, a whole quagmire or what have you, but um, kind of awkward moment there, I guess, for the, the Swedish Swedish guy, I'm in the weeds here. I shouldn't even wrap this up, but I'm trying to give you guys as much news as I can. I'm sorry. I can't help myself. I just like, I'm a little golfer. I just keep going and finding more news. And I'm like, I just want to tell people about all this news I found. <laughs> and I try to do my best to get it right. I, I get the names wrong. I get shit wrong. I do some paraphrasing and I'm sorry. But I appreciate all the real ones, all the newsies who stick around, who uh, show support. Uh, it's been really cool to talk a little bit on the internet, try to get tips and tricks, um, and getting feedback and things of that nature. It's nice. I appreciate it. Um, you guys are all great. And, um, I do have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Isaiah news. If you'd like to support, um, I do have bonus episodes that I put up every week. I also have um, a Discord. I will say, though, I, I really want to try to get the Discord going. I want to try to have something there. So I'm, I'm thinking about maybe making that a just an everyone thing. Um, now, granted, you still get the link or whatever for the Patreon. It just kind of gives you quicker access, you could say. But um, I'm thinking about just making that an everyone thing. But um, also, you get a newsy status, which is nice, which means you get a shout out every week. Or not every week. But uh, once a month. And um, also with that, you can like plug some news to me or you can do the whole like, hey, turn me into an ad space. I'm down. Let me be your billboard. Um, so, yeah, that's an option. Um, three ways to hit me up. Gmail.com. So that's News one or News one at gmail.com. Sorry. And um, I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. I'm on the socials. Painfully online, baby. Um, but yeah, thanks so much for tuning in and hopefully I'll see you soon for some more good news. I love you. Bye-bye.